The following is a hoop ball presentation. Hey, fantasy tragics, DFS guys and girls, welcome back! Welcome back to another instalment, another chapter, another premiere podcast. You are tuned into Hoop Balls DFS today. My name is Brenton Eckersley, and I'm your host for this uh, look at the Friday, December 18th ticket, and we welcome you from wherever you're listening from all over the world. We know we got listeners from all, all corners of the planet, and uh, yeah, for new new listeners, I'm obviously the Aussie contingent on the Hootball DFS Today team. So I'm hosting here from Adelaide in uh, South Australia, or Radelaide, as it's locally known, Radelaide. And from the other side of the planet, all the way from New York City, Sitting alongside me, well, figuratively, figuratively whoa, uh, the one and only D-Mank33, David Menkoff. What's happening, Dave? Not much. Really excited. Uh, preseason action is really heating up. I'm, I'm really getting into it, and I'm excited for, for tonight's full plethora of games we have going on. <laughs> we have a full card. Uh, basically, we have eight games to get through here, man. Um, but before we do, ha- how's your DFS going? Are you playing a little bit? Yeah, a little bit here and there. Uh, it's 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 been going. It's, it's certainly a challenge trying trying to play that guessing game, figuring out lineups. So I'm I'm in tr- I'm excited and and looking forward to diving into some of these games and trying to dissect it for the listeners. Absolutely, man. It's a fun time. You know, you're right. It is a bit of a guessing game at times. But you know, hopefully, you and I can help the listeners out there break this one wide open. And and uh, yeah, we'll see what we can do. So uh, we do have a huge card, eight games. Uh, we have one showdown game and then seven games on the regular slate. Uh, so we'll jump into it. But um, first, uh, just let me uh, let all you guys know about one of our amazing sponsors here at DFS Today and Hoopball. We love these guys. Uh, I'm talking about MyBookie, and uh, you can find those guys on the web at mybookie.ag. So if you guys out there are into betting, live betting, we urge you we recommend to you to go and check out our first sponsor, mybookie.ag. With the NBA already into the preseason and the regular season just about to start up again, and by the way, that is in less than a week, wow, uh, now is the time to get your skin in the game with mybookie where it's where odds boosts, lightning deals, and free bets. That's right, free bets await all season long. I believe they've got some stuff coming up uh, around about Christmas, uh, so Dan Bespris tells us. Uh, with the NFL playoffs right around the corner too, we know who all the teams are, we know what they're capable of, and it's not going to be too difficult to find some value in the lines. So whether you're a first-time customer or you've been playing MyBookie for years, there's no shortage of value to be found in thousands of game lines, unique prop bets and contests that they offer every week. Sign up or get reloaded today, find an edge, make your bet, and just get paid. They also boast a fully-fledged casino platform, giving you access to all the classic table, slot, and card games you find at your local casino. And the best part of it is MyBookie. The doors never close. So you can continue to build your bankroll even after the stadium lights have gone out. Make the right play and sign up today at MyBookie. And when you do, please remember to use promo code HOOPBALL to get your deposit matched halfway. And that is all the way up to a thousand bucks. So the terms are pretty simple. Use the HOOPBALL code. You put in $200, they'll match you with another $100 into your account. So, guys, if you are already planning to bet this season, this is free betting money. It is winning season at MyBookie. So come on, join in the fun, win some cash, and uh, yeah, we thank our sponsor, MyBookie. 
All right, Dave, uh, we've got a message, eight games to get through here, so let's get into it. Maybe we can just touch on a couple of guys from each team that we're really interested in uh, outside of that showdown slate and see if we can help the listeners out. Uh, okay, let's jump in. We have a showdown slate. Uh single game obviously we have captain spots and utility spots uh and this is the philadelphia 76ers up against the indiana pacers there's a little bit of news here um terence ferguson is question questionable for philly uh and there's a lot going on on the pacers side so doug mcdermott goga badatse are both questionable and we have out and there's some big news here uh tj warren miles turner and of course jeremy lamb is still out so we get to run you through your 76ers. Uh, your team, Dave, um, captains, really. I'll, I'll kick this one off. I'm only really looking at one guy on each team from my captain spot here, and they're probably both pretty obvious. Um, in the utility spots, though, uh, all of the starters for the Sixers got decent run in the in the last matchup on Tuesday, bar Joel Embiid, who only played 17 minutes. Um, ben Simmons did play a good allotment of minutes, and Shake Milton still played 23 off the back of Simmons playing. So that's that's pretty good to see. Um, Shake Milton looks like someone to look at for me uh, at only 5,200 for you, your utility spots. Um, Embiid is the guy for me. Um, for the captain spot here on the Philly side. Uh, he's obviously, you know, the highest price guy, but uh, I think that's probably, you know, for, for very good reason. I, I think that Joel probably up some minutes here. Uh, and yeah, I, I don't really want to miss out if Joel goes crazy. So uh, he, he's definitely an option for your captain spot. Um, back down to the utilities, um, Simmons uh, himself at 8,400 had a Kind of low-key game with 10, 2, and 6 um, during the week, but he had a couple of steals as well. Uh, he's obviously capable of bigger output, but I think we can do better than Ben against um, against the Pacers. Uh, probably not 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 too much of Ben, but, yeah, you can probably drop into utility spots if you're doing multiple lineups. Uh, Seth Curry, he had an off-shooting night on Tuesday, uh, and while I really like him for season-long fantasy this year and probably – Looking elsewhere, maybe a little bit of curry. Um, I think I'd normally just be largely passing on the backcourt here for the 76ers, but in a showdown, I'll take a look at curry. Uh, I'll take a look at Shake Milton and probably play a bit of Embiid. Um, what do you What do you think? Have you got any more interest outside those guys for Philly here? It's your team. Do we expect Toby Harris to, to continue playing big minutes, or what do you think might happen here? Yeah, I, it's going to be interesting to see, especially in this kind of showdown format in the captain spot. I mean, Embiid is the highest-priced guy. You definitely touched upon it. He's a guy that can produce points per minute, uh, pretty pretty high points per minute if he doesn't have the opportunity, especially not going up against Miles Turner. He only has a bonus defense to deal with. So I like him, even though he's the highest-priced player, as you mentioned, at 13200 price tag. He's a solid option. Um, I don't like a lot of Tobias Harris in this kind of format. 11-7. Uh, pretty high price. Uh, he's a guy that, that can certainly light it up. Uh, he's coming off a pretty rock-solid game of 16 points, 9 rebounds, 3 assists, steal on a block. So he's a guy you can throw in as a contrarian play in the captain spot on the Philly side. Um, but then you definitely touched upon it. I, I love me some Shake Milton. Uh, he's been a guy that, that I've, I've looked at quite a bit this past bubble season. Um, and he's a guy, if he's going to get any minutes, uh, especially with um, Simmons potentially not getting a full boatload of minutes. He's a guy that can really step in, and, and he's very versatile uh, for for the for Doc Rivers, and I think he's going to really shine in this matchup. So I like him a lot in that utility spot. You touched upon it. 
Yeah, I like that call too, man. I mean, I think Ben Simmons played 27 or 28 minutes on Tuesday and, and um, Shake Milton still played 23. So if we can get Shake Milton out there playing 23 minutes or maybe even more at 5,200, I'm, I'm taking that every day of the week. All right, let's flip it over to Indiana. Uh, look, honestly, if this wasn't a showdown game, I wouldn't be looking here too much at all. I mean, the, the, the news of a few outs does shake things up a bit and make it a little bit more interesting. Uh, as far as the captain goes, uh, I'll be looking straight at DeMontis Sabonis here. Uh, I think uh, underneath Joel Embiid and slightly cheaper, um, he, he's a pretty good play here with Miles Turner out. You know, we, we know that the pairing of Sabonis and Turner tends to limit both of them a little bit. With Turner out, uh, there's every chance that Sabonis has a big one. Um, that That's probably a little bit of a flip play away from Embiid. I think Embiid's probably going to be my captain if I play multiple lineups in most of my lineups, but there's definitely uh, something to be said for Sabonis here. Uh, as far as utility spot, go. Uh, I am looking at throwing a little Aaron Holiday into some lineups. Uh, he's getting some nice run for the Pacers at the moment, and he, he did get some nice run last year as well. So he's coming off a nice 16, 3-3 three three with a steal and three three-pointers. So he's definitely in play. Uh, but look, we, we just got to take in, in into context here that this is against the 76ers. So some of, the, some of that fantasy scoring may be a little bit capped. Uh, with TJ Warren out, uh, I definitely want to have a look at Aaron's brother and Justin Holiday. Should be some good minutes coming here tonight. Uh, 5,400 is a good price for Holiday um, anyway. And there's there's a chance he plays, you know, upwards of 25, 26, maybe even more minutes than that. Uh, Oladipo look, looks just too high for me at 7,600. And Brogdon, Malcolm Brogdon's okay at 7,000. I don't mind him as a utility play there. I just... Yeah, I may sprinkle him into some lineups. I'm probably looking at elsewhere for the most part, though. Uh, and with with Turner out, Goga Badatze is very, very interesting. He, he's just come up as questionable uh, today, I think. So we have to monitor that news. But if he suits up and Miles Turner doesn't play, we kind of know what happens there. Badatze can score fantasy points very quickly. And as long as we we know he's playing and the, the Pacers don't throw us some kind of centre position curveball, uh, Goga's going to be uh, into smash territory. So for you, Dave, on the Indiana uh, side of things, what are you what are you thinking? Honestly, I feel like we're already in sync and it's only the showdown slate. So <laughs> I'm not going to spend too much time coming up with other options. Uh, you nailed them. It's a bonus on the captain spot. I mean, if you want a guy that's going to be slightly lower owned than Embiid potentially, um, he's definitely a guy that can smash, especially with Turner out. Um, definitely looking at him in, in the captain spot, as you mentioned. And then utility spot, Aaron Holiday, a guy that really started to shine uh, quite a bit in the bubble. If only 5,000, you can lock him in. He's, he's brimming with confidence, coming in with a lot of momentum. Uh, and, and at that price tag, you, you can definitely fire him in with confidence. And then my next play uh, is definitely the Brogdon call at 7,000. It's slightly more expensive, but... Um, if Bitaze does play, um, he's a guy that you can easily th- move into your lineups at only 2000 and you can save and, and get some of these higher price utility guys in, into your lineup. So I like all of those calls. Yeah, absolutely, man. And, and that Goga play is, is key for that. Uh, you can basically put Goga in play, anyone, anyone you like, a captain, and pretty much have your choice of any salary that you like uh, across the board there. So, yeah, good call, man. Uh, all right, let's move on to the main slate. We've got a number of games to get through here, so let's pump it up and see what we can shake out. 
Uh, Miami Heat versus Toronto Raptors. Uh, we have some questionable news. Uh, no one is out at this point, but questionable. We have Jimmy Butler and Andre Iguodala on the Miami side of things for Toronto. Uh, Kyle Lowry is still listed as questionable, but I saw news that he, he's supposed to play in this Friday slate. We'll have to keep an eye on that one. And also Patrick McCaw uh, is questionable, but of no real consequence to us. Uh, it also looks like Goran Dragic will play in this one. Uh, he's been taken off the questionable list. So, yeah, Heat. Uh, for Miami, uh, probably only looking at a couple of guys here, Dave, not sure about you. Uh, what do you have for the listeners? Yeah, um, I would say this is one of my least favorite of, of the seven-game slate we have on board for, for tonight. Um, certainly a couple guys on the Miami side. So I, I'm going to have some shares of Tyler Hero at 5,500. I mean, he's a guy that we, everyone saw. He is heroic during the bubble, during the playoffs. Um, and he's a guy that can light it up at any opportunity, especially with Butler potentially questionable. He's a guy that I'm definitely going to potentially plug and play. Uh, if Butler does play, he's another guy, high price tag, but 8,200. Um, certainly in play against the Toronto Raptors. So I like him quite a bit if he does suit up. Um, and then additionally, you can't go wrong with the front court of Bam Adebayo at 7,500. Uh, a guy that is not going to have much of a, a defense that he really has to go up against in the center spot in Toronto. If he gets 25 minutes, which, which I expect him to get in the 20-25 minute range, I like him a lot. So, so those are my three, uh, three options on, on the Miami side. How about you? Um, yep. Switch uh, hit. You you basically hit the same guys that I'm going to hit. So we don't need to touch too much uh, more on that in a, in a large uh, slate tonight. But, yeah, bam, 7,500. That's too cheap. Uh, and as you mentioned, he's only going up against Aaron Barnes and Chris Boucher. So uh, neither of those guys stop bam out of bio. Tyler Harrow is an interesting one. I do have him listed here, but I've made the same call as you, basically. I'm putting a line through Hero if, uh, if Butler plays. Um, if Butler plays... Interesting. I'm not sure how many minutes he gets. I mean, I don't, he, he hasn't played a preseason game, so they may need to, to get him working up into some high minutes early. It's Jimmy Butler, though. It, it's probably unlikely. I'm not sure I'm, I'm that interested there. Um, but, yeah, if Butler does not suit up, uh, I like Hero at, uh, what is it, 5,500. Cool. Uh, I'm fading the rest of the heat, guys. Uh, I don't want anything to do with Goran Dragic. Uh even if he does play. So, yeah, we can move on to the Raptors. Uh, we need to keep our eyes on the Kyle Lowry news, obviously. Um, probably not looking to play Kyle, even if he is in uh, at 8,100. If he does suit up, that's going to hurt some of the younger guys that we've been seeing a little bit of, like Malachi Flynn and, and uh, also, you know, the regular six-man Norm Powell's value might, might get hurt a little bit as well. Look, we'll, we'll start with the, the, the backcourt. Dave, let us know what you think of the Raptors here. Yeah, I think the Carl, Carl Lowry call is going to be key. Uh, definitely look at the news as we approach lock uh, because 8,100, Kyle Lowry, um, he's going to certainly be in play in this type of matchup. But if he does sit, then I'm, I'm going all in, in in his backcourt made of Fred Van Vliet, a guy that's coming off a, a rock-solid bubble as well, a guy that's really coming to his own, uh, a guy from Wichita State overlooked, undersized, but a guy that, that has all the heart in the world, it seems like. And at 6,300, he's probably my favorite uh, my favorite play of the entire matchup if uh, Larry, Larry does sit. Uh, and then in the front court, uh, normally I would be going, I would have some shares of Siakam, 7,400. 
But, you know, in this type of format preseason, I, I don't know if I'm going to have too many looks at him. Uh, and then at the center spot, there's not really anyone I'm looking at. You can throw in some Chris Boucher at 4,600. Um, I, I might have a few shares of him uh, just a, as a value play only. Uh, but that's that's really all I have on the Raptor side. What about you? Yeah, he touched on a few that I'm interested in. Uh, Freddie Van Vliet is one of my favourite guys to watch play basketball. Uh, as you said, it's all heart. Uh, I love watching him do his thing out there. 6300s, uh, a really good price for Freddie. Uh, he's still a solid go-to here in the Raptors for sure. Uh, look, there's probably a couple of higher-priced guys on the card coming up who might have higher upside. Um, but if Freddie's, uh, but if you're looking for a cost saver, Freddie's you go. Uh, and of course, you can switch him from point guard to shooting guard, so that helps as well. Uh, yeah, yes, the Lowry news is uh, very much key. Uh, if he does not suit up, I'm going to have a, lo- a look back at Malachi Flynn at 4,300. Just as a value punt, I don't expect him to go crazy again. I mean, he th- I think he put up nearly 30 DFS points in about 19 minutes against the Hornets. Um, this is not the Hornets he's playing against. But, uh, look, if, if we know he's going to get 20, 22 minutes, then it's worth a flyer at 4,300 in some of your lineups. Uh, I am with you. I'm good leaving Pascal Siakam out of it. I don't want much to do with Aaron Baines. Uh, I will have a look at Chris Boucher at 4,600 for sure. Uh, he only played 13 minutes in the last matchup, which is a little bit surprising, but we know that this guy can explode. So maybe just let the DFS coaches out there who only look at the last score ignore him and, and drop him into a few of your lineups as your last guy and just, just see what happens. He's the kind of guy who can make or break a slate, I reckon. So Boucher is on my list to look at. Cool. Uh, let's move on to the next game here, Dave. It is the Cleveland Cavaliers versus the New York Knickerbockers. Heaps of news to get through here. So Cleveland, questionable. We have Kevin Love. Colin Sexton, Kevin Porter Jr. And out, we have Larry Nance Jr., Matthew Delavadova, Chetty Osman, JaVale McGee, and uh, Charles Matthews. That, that's a that's a lot of outs and questionables that we have to keep an eye on here. New York, uh, questionable, none at the moment, but out. Austin Rivers, Nerlens Noel, Alec Burks, Frank Nilakina, and Michael Kidd-Gilchrist. That is a lot to pay attention to, mate. Um, but it opens up some interesting plays. So uh, who do you like with all this movement on the cab side of things? Yeah, with all this movement you mentioned, I, I certainly like a few of the value plays in this type of matchup. So I think for me, it starts with Darius Garland at 4,500. A guy coming into his second year um, should have plenty of opportunity to, to really show uh, what he's capable of, especially in the fact that someone has to get backcourt minutes on, on, on the Cavs in this matchup. And if Sexton does sit out, um, you know, I think he's going to get 25 minutes easily. And at 4,500, you can plug and play. Uh, and pretty much in any lineup, and, and I think you can really utilize him. And then the other guy I'm looking at, the rookie, uh, the guy out of Auburn, Isaac Okaro. He's just been phenomenal during the preseason. I know preseason is not the time to get overhyped on a lot of these performers, but he's showing rock-steady confidence, um, very solid option, can do a bunch of things on the floor, great defender as well, especially for a rookie. He's got the right body type as, as a defender, um, so I like him in this matchup and he's probably one of my favorite plays of this matchup at only 4,200. Um, and with all the guys questionable or out, I like him quite a bit. Uh, there's no one else in the Cavs. I'm really looking at too closely. Um, especially if you're looking at the front court, if Kevin Love does play, uh, he's certainly in play at 7,000, but outside of that, there's not much that I'm really looking at. I'm not looking at Thon maker too much. Uh, and then in the center position, um, the only guy that I'm really going to be strongly looking at is Andre Drummond. 
Uh, a guy coming off a, a great effort in his last performance where he put up 18 points, 14 rebounds, and five assists. I mean, he is looking rock solid this preseason, you know, and I think he's extremely motivated because he's looking for that big, big max contract. So I expect him to, to come out and really play well. 7,800, um, a guy that just put up those numbers against the, the Knicks themselves, actually, now that I think about it. Um, he's, he's my other favorite player on the Cavs side. What about you? Absolutely. Andre Drummond is, uh, yeah, turning heads right now in this preseason. He is moving up my uh, regular uh, fantasy season draft board every day. Uh, he, he's just out there smashing points, grabbing rebounds, doing everything. Uh, and, yeah, Drummond's one of my favourite plays on this slate against the New York Knicks. Uh, not, not a problem with 7800 price tag. Uh, there, are, there are some high-priced centres on this card that we have to look at, but uh, just for pure points per minute, I think Drummond has them all covered. Um, we'll, we'll see. Uh, there, there is another guy that we'll get to a little bit later, and we'll see who comes out on top uh, between Drummond and that guy. But um, love you, Darius. Darius Garland call at 4,500, especially if Sexton is out. I've got the same thing here. That price is just fantastic. So, yeah, if, if Sexton sits, just plug Garland into your lineups, no problems. And Isaac Okoro, man, absolutely 4,200. This kid is uh, very impressive for a rookie. Uh, he's holding down the starting forward spot at the moment. And, of course, we know that Chetty Osman is already out. So uh, there's no one stopping um, the, the the train here for Okoro to get some decent minutes. I, I love all those calls, man. Nice one. Uh, let's move across to the Knickerbockers. Uh you can jump in here first. Uh, you want to have a look at the backcourt first, mate? Yeah, absolutely. In the backcourt, I mean, it's certainly going to be interesting on the next side. I mean, with, with Rivers out, um, I think it, it starts and ends with R.J. Barrett coming into his second year, 4,800. You know, he's expected to shoulder more of the offensive load and, and the playmaking this year. Um, and I think he, he can potentially do that. So at 4,800, um, I'm definitely going to have some shares of R.J. Barrett. Um, and, and that's pretty much, if we're talking backcourt only, he's, he's, my, he's my number one option. I'm not really looking at Dennis Smith Jr. at 4,300. He did play pretty well in his limited minutes in the last one against the Cavs. But again, I don't like him too much. Um, so I'm going to go R.J. Barrett only in the backcourt. What about you? Yeah, cool, man. Good call. Barrett is is the play tonight. Um, there should be a stack of minutes for for um, backcourt guys. And as you said, Barrett's, uh, you know, in his second year, he's starting to grow in confidence. Uh, and he's the shooting type. He can just score in bunches and drag down some boards as well. Um, so I, I like that play. Dennis Smith Jr. had a good outing last time. Not too bad at 4,300, but I'd rather just play Barrett. And I guess you can have a have a little look at Emmanuel quickly. Uh, he is for grand rock bottom pricing. So, look, if, I'd only be playing him if you need to save a few uh, a few hundred dollars here and there. But really, it's uh, it's the same for me. It's RJ Barrett. Um, I don't mind Obi Toppin here moving into the, the wings and the front, uh, the front court. Uh, 5,200. I just think there might be a, a, a better value out there, even though he is – playing the Cavs. I mean, Okoro is a good defender also, so that, that may limit Obi Toppin's upside. Uh, Randall at 6,400 might be starting to get a little too high for me in a preseason game for him. Um, and, yeah, we'll, we'll get to a bunch of guys at power forward and centre who I like better than Randall. Uh, how about Mitch Robinson for you? We know that Noel is out. Uh, he had a big game last outing, uh, and I haven't. I don't think I've dropped Mitch Robinson into a DFS lineup yet this preseason, but I may have to here. What do you think? 
Yeah, that's a great call on Mitch Robb. Um, I think if you can keep foul trouble down, honestly, even if you can't keep his foul trouble down, he's a guy that I'm going to be putting a lot in a lot of lineups. He's actually one of my favorite value center plays of the entire slate, especially with Noel out. Uh, there's not really anyone else that's going to get minutes. So if you can stay out of foul trouble and get to 25 minutes, even tw- even low 20 minutes, uh, he's a guy that at 4,600 can put up can put up a, a pretty pretty significant double-double, especially with, with his block abilities. So I like him a lot, and I think he's really going to grow, hopefully, this year um, from, a, from my hometown team. Absolutely, man. Just needs to needs to stay out of foul trouble, as you said. Um, but, yeah, I, I like him here. 4,600 is just way too cheap for a guy who has no roadblocks to minutes in this one at, set, at the center spot. Cool. Uh, I think that wraps up that one. Let's move on uh, as we go into the Brooklyn Nets and the Boston Celtics. So uh, Brooklyn has no injury news uh, as of recording this podcast. No questionables, no outs. Uh, Boston do have some outs. Kemba Walker, obviously. Tristan Thompson is still out. And also Romeo Langford is out with no questionables. Uh, let's jump into the Nets here, Mr. Menkov, uh, Kyrie, KD. What are we doing here? What, what do you think of these guys? Yeah, um, it's it's certainly a difficult uh, scenario, preseason and all. I mean, regular season, this matchup would be just brimming with DFS opportunity. But preseason, a couple guys coming off some, some major injuries. So I, on the Nets side, I, I mean, there, I might have some shares of Kyrie Irving, 8,500. If he gets 25, 30 minutes... Absolutely a plug-and-play opportunity, but I'm actually looking more towards uh, the other guy in the backcourt. Uh, should get plenty of minutes. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie coming off a very solid game um, where he put up 10.7 assists and six rebounds. Um, I like him a lot at 4,900. Uh, he's actually, uh, funny enough, my favorite play of, of this entire um, game, actually. So I like him. I also like Karis LeVert in the wing side at 6,300. He's a guy that uh, Coach Nash has has already mentioned he might come off the bench, but no matter if he comes off the bench or not, I still think he's going to be able to, to really shine and get an opportunity to play. Um, so I like him. And then you can't go wrong with Kevin Durant, uh, a guy that you know is coming off injury, again, limited minutes, but a guy that is a fantasy permanent monster. And 8,700, um, I have no problem going his way again if, if he gets to that 25-minute mark. How about you? Yeah, for sure. KD's too cheap at, at, at that price. You know, if it was regular season, I'm a little worried about KD uh, preseason. I've been ste- steering clear pretty much. I'd probably rather have a look at, um, at Kyrie. You know, he, he basically came out and torched in his last one um, in, in short minutes. So, um, who do we have here? Yeah, Spencer Dinwiddie. Um, you mentioned him as one of your favourite plays here. I'm probably looking more across it. Karis LeVert in this one. I actually like Karis coming off the bench here. Um, if he's in the starting lineup in any way with, you know, Kyrie and, and Kevin Durant, it's just going to be no usage for him. But he's going to get a significant boost uh, as a fantasy player if he's coming off the bench and running that second unit. I really like that play at 6,300. Uh, no one else I'm really looking at here. Uh, I, I am troubled by Kyrie and, and KD. I don't know whether to play them or not, so I may just stay away altogether. DeAndre Jordan, no. Jarrett Allen, no. Uh, that's probably covers it for me for the Nets. Moving on to Boston. Okay, so the backcourt, Dave, do you want any of these guys? I mean, we've got Marcus Smart, Jeff Teague, or maybe maybe looking at one of the younger players. Who do you have? Yeah, the backcourt is interesting on the Celtics, especially with Kevin with Kemba Walker out. 
I mean, normally I would say the only guy that I'm really looking at, I mean, price tag wise, Marcus Smart is certainly reasonable at 6,100, but I don't think I'm going to be having too many shares of Marcus Smart in, in this giant slate of games. He's not really a guy that I'm looking at. He's more of a target in these three or four game slates for me. Um, certainly a look at, at Peyton Pritchard, a guy out of Oregon, showing a lot of confidence. He was the Pac-12 player of the year coming in. So, I, I mean, he's a guy that can really step up. At 4,400, if he gets 20 minutes, certainly a look. Uh, but then as far as as far as the backcourt, it has to go with Jalen Brown. Coming off a, a, a pretty slow game from his by his standards for sure, where he shot 1 of 11 from the field. I don't expect him to do that again. If he puts up double-digit shot attempts, I fully expect him to, to hit that 6,800 price tag. So he's probably my favorite play out of the backcourt in the Celtics. What about you? Yeah, look, I've, I've got a little interest in some of the lower price younger guys. Uh, not not much interest, to be honest, anywhere else. Uh, Jalen Brown's probably not not too bad a call. I'm just not sure I'm playing him too much on this slate, but I'm certainly playing him more than I'm playing Jason Tatum at $1,600 uh, more on DK. Uh, I'll have some Jalen Brown at the lower price. Thanks. Uh, yeah, you met, you touched on Peyton Pritchard. Um, actually, that reminds me. We got chatting during the week, and you told me that you have the college knowledge. Is that correct? I I, I do like to say I, I dabble in college. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, that's good, man. We, we bring bring that stuff in here as much as you like, because because unfortunately, I don't. I just don't have time to follow follow college ball as well. So, uh, it's not something I'm I'm overly um, educated on. And if you can bring that. Um, that kind of knowledge in for our listeners uh you know i'm sure you'd love to take some questions for for anybody who's got rookie questions uh you know on twitter or wherever else the forums may be in our new discord server maybe um but yeah look it's great to know that uh, i'm going to be picking your brains a little bit as well i'm sure so yeah use our resources guys uh dave is your college ball fan so there you go um uh rattling on a little bit sorry about that uh Peyton Pritchard, yeah, I, I am interested at 4,400. Uh, that's probably really, outside of Jalen Brown, the only guy I'm really looking at. Uh, I don't want anything to do with the centre positions. Uh, that looks like a, a washing machine situation to me. I just don't know who's going to play what. So, no, thank you. Nothing else on Boston, Dave. I think we can move on. Perfect. That works for me. Cool. Uh, so before we move on to the next game, just need to tell you and the good folks out there about our sponsor, Manscaped. Manscaped have a brand new product on the market. Uh, and uh, I, th I think I mentioned last uh, podcast, I think it's one of the best names for a new product I've heard. Uh, so listen up, everyone. We have a new Manscaped product alert. Manscaped just released the Weed Whacker. Yes, it's the Weed Whacker nose and ear hair trimmer. So take a look in the mirror and I guarantee you'll see <laughs> hair sticking out of those holes. Uh, it's time to keep your ear and nose hair looking as nice as your clean-shaven pubes. Manscaped is forever changing the grooming game with their new Weed Whacker. This nose and ear Hair Trimmer provides proprietary skin-safe technology, which helps prevent nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate areas. The premium Manscaped Weed Whacker uses a 9,000 RPM motor-powered 360-degree rotary dual-blade system. I will never be able to get that out without fumbling over it again, so uh, pat on the back to me there. It's uh, intelligently contoured design, enhances the trimming experience, and it is waterproof, which makes for easy operation and cleaning. It's the only nose hair trimmer on the market with a powerful and rechargeable lithium-ion battery that lasts for up to 90 minutes of use. 
Have you ever pulled your nose hair out with your fingers? I hope not. Uh, that might hurt worse than nicking your balls. So uh, the weed whacker is the way to go here. Yes, you will get a replaceable blade every three months to keep your weed whacking time clean and enjoyable. Fellas, 79% of partners polled admitted that long nose hair is a major turnoff, so it's time to upgrade your upgrade your manscaped routine with the Weed Whacker. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code HOOPBALL20. That's H-O-O-P-B-A-L-20. Sorry, let's do that again. H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L-20 at manscaped.com. Okay, let's move on to the next game here, Dave. Uh, promotional business out of the way for the moment. Uh, we have the Milwaukee Bucks and my New Orleans Pelicans. Milwaukee, um, nobody questionable, nobody out as far as I know. Uh, for the Pels, questionable Josh Hart and out Wenyan Gabriel, Gabriel and no one else of real consequence. So let's start with the Bucks. The the obvious question, are you playing Giannis, Dave? Uh, a lot of the Bucks got... High minutes in the last one against the Mavs. Do you do you trust that? I I am. Uh, I actually like him a lot. Giannis is coming off uh, an ex- a surprise extension by by many by many uh, folks around the, around the league. But he's a guy that I like. Ninety seven hundred. You're not going to get Giannis for under ten thousand ever again. Probably for the rest of his career. So why not fire him in the ninety seven hundred? He's probably my favorite play of this matchup. And this matchup, uh, to step back a little bit, is actually one of my favorites on the entire slate, uh, just because of of the fact that there, there's certainly a trade in the backcourt that really intrigues me, uh, where with Holiday and Bledsoe coming off each other. Um, so I really like on the Buck side. I like Holiday. I just mentioned him, seventy seven hundred. I like him, him and Giannis especially. That's that's my two favorite on the Bucks. I also have some shares of Middleton as well at six six hundred. Um, certainly a guy that that can certainly step up um, and, and it really could be a nice little, nice little uh, value play to, to get him into those lineups uh, in, in that middle tier price tag. What about you? Yeah, I don't mind the Middleton call. Um, 6,600 is definitely a fair price for Chris Middleton. Um, he definitely has a, a nice solid floor, uh, just upside for me. I, I think he's probably more of a, a cash DFS type of play, maybe. Not sure that he has a great amount of upside for GPPs, but he's still a decent player, 6,600 for sure. Look, at that price, though, I'm probably looking at maybe Freddie Van Vliet, 6,300, or maybe Jalen Brown for about $200 more. That's that's maybe maybe a bit of a pivot play away from those guys because I do tend to play both of those guys a bit. So uh, Giannis, 9,700, uh, yeah, that – this this is a bit of a this could make you or break you. Uh, we, we, if, unless we hear minutes are going to be high, it, it's a tough one. Um, Ninety six hundred is a lot of your salary, but uh, look, if we hear that, you know, maybe this is a change that's going to stay in place and he's going to be up around this twenty seven minute mark, then you can't not play him. Um, uh, I'd like to hear that news before I drop him into too many lineups, uh, especially. Um, Given it's the Pelicans' defense, if he's going to get minutes in the mid to mid to high twenties, then this is yeah, the probably the best play on the, on the card, uh, outside of maybe Andre Drummond for me. Um, I'm definitely happier paying up for Giannis than I am for the two Lakers studs at similar pricing. Uh, front court, Dave. I don't know if you. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not really looking at much here. I don't want anything to do with Brook Lopez or Bobby Portis, D- DJ Wilson. Uh, maybe as a value play at around four thousand. Uh, can't can't really find much else there. 
Pels? Shall we move on to the Pels? Absolutely. If you don't want to take it away, this, this is your team, so feel free. <laughs> oh, man, I can kick it off. That's fine. Um, so JJ Reddick, Eric Bledsoe, both expected to play, and I love your call on this uh, Bledsoe holiday trade uh, and now playing off against each other. Just just a bit of extra interest there. It probably doesn't mean too much uh, too much for fantasy uh, results, but, yeah, it's just a bit of uh, a little bit of byplay there that's pretty cool. So let's start at the top of the pricing, and that's Brandon Ingram, 7,900. Zion Williams, 6,200. Both these guys showed out against the Heat. He are also very good defensively, defensively as are the Bucks. Um, look, both of these guys topped 30 minutes, which we heard from Stan Van Gundy was going to be the case. Uh, we need to keep an eye on news. Obviously, this whole preseason, that's the same for every game. Uh, if these guys are out there for 30 minutes again, then I'm playing them both. I had a stack of BI and Zion in the same lineup, and I also had lineups uh, with both of those guys and Lonzo all running in the same um, roster and had some pretty good success with that. Uh, I really like Brandon Ingram at 7,900 and even more so. This, this is just smash, smash territory. Zion Williamson at 6,200, that is just ridiculously cheap. Um, if he's going to top 30 minutes like he did last time, even if he gets 24, uh, 6,200 for Zion Williamson is just crazy. Um, it, it's too low. Uh, what do you think of uh, uh, starting with those two guys or, and Lonzo as well? Yeah, you, you definitely nailed it. I was I was curious to see where you're gonna go because uh, you definitely nailed it. As far as uh, we're definitely in alignment because Zion Williamson was my favorite play uh, of the Pelicans outside of Ingram. I think those are my two favorite. Williamson is coming off 30 minutes plus where he put up just an insane double double um, and a guy that normally you know would be skeptical with potential potential minute restrictions in the second game, but he hasn't played since Monday. So I'm definitely going to be firing him in. He's probably going to be one of my favorite plays on the Pell side. Um, so he's a guy I'm looking at. In the backcourt, you mentioned a little bit, uh, Eric Bledsoe, a guy that's going to have his first preseason looks, first preseason action. I'm curious to see how he's going to gel with the likes of Williamson and Ingram. But 5,100, certainly in play for me, uh, given this type of matchup and, and the fact that you know it's going to be his chance for him to really get reps. So I expect him to get 20 to 25 minutes. 5100 is certainly a very nice price tag to pay for him. So he's in my lineups as well. And then in the front court um, is another guy that I'm going to be looking at more of a GPP type of play. But, you know, Stephen Adams, 4800 I mean, you know, you're not going to get him under 5000 very often. Uh, and a type of matchup where all the attention is going to be on the folks like Ingram and Williamson, he's not a bad uh, fifth option, uh, especially a guy that's, you know, at that price tag. Not a lot of value centers that I like. Uh, across the slate. So if, if you want to, if you have room for a 4,800 center, um, he's a guy that I'm going to be looking at. And any interest there? Yeah, that's, it's definitely too cheap for Stephen Adams, obviously, 4,800. Uh, you know, the age thing is the only question mark there for me, but 4,800, I mean, that, that's that's bargain basement kind of pricing. So, yeah, I like that call. Uh, Eric Bledsoe, you, you killed it there. 5,100 is a great price for, for Bled. Uh, I think he's going to have to get up to speed with his team fairly quickly now, so they may play him out there. Um, we, we, we've already seen Van Gundy play these, uh, you know, stars on the on the Pelicans 30 minutes plus. So as long as Eric isn't, uh, you know, hampered with injury or anything like that, then there's, there's a chance that he gets, uh, you know, decent minutes here as well and 5,100 is too cheap for him. Cool. Uh, yeah, I'm leaving Josh Hart alone, even if he uh, does play now that Bledsoe is back. Yeah, um, that's probably it for me on the Pels. Go, you Pels. Uh, 
Moving on, um, Chicago Bulls versus OKC. So we have some news here for Chicago as well, Dave. No one is questionable, but we have some outs for Chicago. So Thomas Santoransky, uh, Garrett Temple, Tad Young, Denzel uh, Valentine and Devin Dotson. No, no one really that we have to worry too much about there except for maybe Sadoransky. Um, on the OKC side of things, questionable. Trevor Ariza is still questionable. Out, uh, we have Darius Miller and Ty Jerome. So not too much to worry about there. Let's dive in. Uh, Balls, who are we looking at here, Mr. Mankoff? You know, I have to say, uh, going into the preseason, I wasn't a huge fan of the Bulls, but after seeing their high-flying offense, uh, I think I've I've been sold on the Bulls. So I'm going to be looking at their backcourt, uh, potential backcourt for the future as well. Kobe White, a guy that's really coming into his own. His last game, he put up a monstrous 27 points, five rebounds, three assists, and a steal in, tw- in almost 30 minutes of action. 7200 is a bit of a, of a high price tag, but a guy that, that shouldn't have any issue hitting value if he gets to that minute total. So I like him quite a bit, especially against the OKC Thunder, uh, who are coming off you know uh, an offseason where, where they definitely are, are going to be on the outside looking in for the playoffs. So I like him. I also like his backcourt mate in Zach Levine, uh, another guy, only four, $4,400 more, excuse me. Uh, coming off another great game, he's he's been really shining over the last, I would say, bubble plus. Um, sorry, not bubble plus. Uh, in the, over the last season, um, he's really starting to really grow, um, and he is coming in off a 25 minute effort where he put up 24 points. So I love him. So those are my two favorite plays in the backcourt um, on the Chicago Bulls side, and that's where I'm going to be really leaning. Uh, and then I'll have a little bit of shares. In as far as wings, another rock solid rookie, Patrick Williams from Florida State, um, putting up some, some very solid numbers. His price tag's a little bit high at fifty five hundred, given the the potential uh, volatility with a lot of rookies. So I'm not going to have a lot of shares of Patrick Williams, but he's a guy that can certainly be a GBP option for me. What about you? It's like you read my notes before we started recording, and they're, they're, they're my three guys here. It's the only three I'm looking at. Uh, Kobe White at 7,200. As you mentioned, that's starting to get a little high, uh, but he is a guy who just goes out there, puts up his shots. He's pretty fearless, and and he is really starting to look like, a, like an NBA player. Uh, look, in all honesty, though, when Zach Levine is playing similar position and only $400 more, I know where my money is going. It's going with Zach Levine. Uh, you, you're absolutely right. This guy is... is absolutely on fire and, and has completely taken control of this Bulls team and it's starting to look like uh, more and more like like a superstar. So I love Zach Levine in this one. Um, you know, it, it'll be a, a bit of a, a look at – I'm going to be playing a lot of Zach Levine and Freddie, Freddie Van Vliet lineups. I, I believe that's probably where I'm headed. Uh, I'm not interested in Larry Markinen or Otto Porter. Wendell Carter Jr., unfortunately, has been pretty underwhelming to start this preseason. And you, you nailed it again. I mean, Patrick Williams, this kid's played a solid 20 minutes on Sunday, I think it was. Nice little outing of 13-3-3 three and three with two three-pointers. Just starting to generate a little bit of chatter in fantasy circles. Um, 5,500 He's just going to be a pivot play away um, from some of the more well-known names who sit around uh, at that uh, small forward and power forward position. That is it for me on Chicago. Uh, what about the Thunder? Uh, Shea Gilgis-Alexander is basically no longer a fantasy secret, Dave. Uh, are you going to be playing him here? Yeah, I mean, normally at his price tag, 5700 I mean, he's pretty much their entire offense right now on the Thunder. So 
that price tag is borderline highway robbery, if not for the fact that he only played he only played 19 minutes in his last game. So if his minutes are down in the teens, he might be a risky play. But if he gets up to the mid twenties, that is a steal. 5700 strike Godis Alexander in this matchup against the Bulls. Um, who have never been known as a prolific defensive team. I mean, he should absolutely smash uh, in the spot. So I love him. And then another guy, uh, you know, you know my kind of my affinity to rookies and, and guys like that. So I'm going to be looking at Theo, Theo Maladon uh, from France. Uh, he is a guy that is, is showing a lot of potential. Um, there's a little bit of everything. He's only 19 years old and 4,200 on the Thunder. I like him quite a bit as, as a value option. One of my favorite plays, ironically, on the Thunder. Um, and, and, and those are my two guys that I'm really looking at. No one else really uh, speaks to me from the front court on the Thunder. What about you? Love it, man. Rookie insight. Uh, bring it, bring it, bring it. Uh, it's fantastic to hear. Uh, yeah, look, uh, SGA is just too cheap. As you said, 5,700 is just craziness. So, uh, you know, he only got 18 minutes. You mentioned that. But, uh, look, if he gets anywhere closer to 25, this is just ridiculous. Everybody's going to own him, and, and that might just uh, be some chalk that we have to eat in this occasion. Uh, the I do I do have some interest in Darius Basley still. Um, he's not quite living up to the hype yet, um, but he is at a, at a good, good price here. I have written this incorrectly. It must be 4,600, I guess. Um, same deal. I, I want to know if he's getting more minutes than he got in the Wednesday outing. Uh, but, yeah, that price is just still pretty low for a guy who should be starting part of power forward for the Thunder this year uh, in the regular season. Um, Al Horford at 4,800 is also too low. Um, there is risk that he has, you know, minutes limitations given his age and, and that type of thing. But really, uh, I would be all over 4,800 for Al Horford in the regular season. So I am all over it here in the preseason too. Um that's about it for me for the Thunder, and that wraps up that one. Hey, uh, guys, we just want need to talk to you about some hoop ball stuff that is going on. Uh, you know, we uh, love bringing you guys content. We have a, a an absolute crap ton of content out there at the moment. So let's just let's just touch on a few things that we are doing here at Hoop Ball, and and the first one is is uh, one of our uh, premier releases of the year. It is the Bruise Letter. Um, we just got to we just got to pause the show. Um, it, it's free stuff. So, so everybody loves free stuff. So, what what's the stuff? The the Bruce letter, and that is spelt like newsletter, but with br at the front, is back, back and fresh for the twenty twenty one NBA season. Our founder, uh, the Hoopball founder Aaron Bruski, is writing an email newsletter filled with his most intimate fantasy nuggets. Ooh, sexy intimate fantasy nuggets. It's exclusive content and you cannot find this anywhere else either it's it's not on the website it's not in any podcast it's not on social media it's only uh available as an email newsletter and you can sign up to get it for free so just go to bit.ly slash bruise letter 2021 uh, and sign up in about 10 seconds again this site is bit.ly slash bruise letter and that is spelled b-r-e-w-s letter 2021 Aaron Bruski, straight into your inbox. You've got to love that. Enjoy it. Uh, and we'll just touch on uh, one of the other things that we do offer in this um 
part as part of this preseason. Um, you know, Hoople's a great website. We all love the content. We love that it exists. And personally, I love working for these guys. But Hoopball needs to keep the lights on. <laughs> so for a few weeks every year, we sell stuff. This year, the best deal in fantasy is here at Hoopball, and it's called the Fantasy Pass. Fantasy Pass is just four ninety nine a month. That that's that's ridiculous. You get all this content, and I'll go through the content in a sec. Four ninety nine a month. I mean, that's just a pittance. Uh, it basically gets you the entire draft guide, the Brewski one hundred and fifty, our DFS pass, and all in season fantasy tools. That's all of the in season fantasy tools. That's nuts for four ninety nine a month. Um, just want to highlight the the new offering that we have as well. It's the Discord server. So that's included in that price of four ninety nine. Uh, you basically get entry entry into our fantasy and our DFS Discord server chat room. So while we're chatting on a um, DFS podcast, listen up. There is a Discord server. You can get in, you can talk live with the pros, with David, with myself, with Mike, with Aaron, with everybody. Santino's in there. Um, you can get access to us live before the lockouts and after the lockouts as well. So there's a, there's a lot of fun chat going on in there. It's really good. Uh, it, I don't see a better way to get up to date and, you know, just essential information on on how to improve your dfs lineups um we are there live have a chat with us have a chat with each other and, and come in and have some fun so yeah 4.99 for all that guys it's just crazy make it make yourself a coffee at home for the next couple of mornings instead of buying one and, and you can afford the fantasy pass for half for basically you know uh, a month so please do check it out head to hoop ball.com and click on the fantasy pass ad just below the main media wall okay Moving on, moving on. Next game, Portland Trailblazers versus Denver Nuggets. Uh, we do have some news for both teams. Portland in the questionable column, Anthony Simons, and out, of course, Zach Collins is still out. For the Nugs, questionable nobody, out, Jermichael Green. Who do you like here in the backcourt and the wing spots for the Blazers, Dave? Yeah, uh, the Blazers, it's certainly going to be interesting because uh, there's certainly some interest in a couple guys. CJ McCollum is probably my favorite. Uh, if I have a choice between Lillard and McCollum, at 7,100, he is a little bit cheaper than um, the Lillard. So I like him quite a bit. Uh, I think he's really going to have another great year. Uh, coming off a, a pretty solid game, not efficient scoring, but four steals and two blocks in his last game, um, the last time he played Denver. So that's it's going to be interesting to see if he can carry over a similar type of um, type of performance from a defensive standpoint. So I like him quite a bit. I also like Gary Trent Jr., a guy that's going to get a lot more minutes this year at 4,800. Um, I like him quite a bit. Uh, and those are my two favorites. Uh, and then I can also, I'm going to have some shares of Robert Covington as well, 5,400 potentially, uh, a guy that I can get you steals and threes, um, but not, not a guy that I'm going to be highly targeting in this type of matchup. And then the center position, uh, it's hard to go wrong with Yusuf Nurkic. If he gets any type of minutes, 25 minutes or more, um, I like him quite a bit against the defense of Nikola Jokic. So um, he's a guy that I'm going to have, and he's probably my favorite player on the Blazer side. What about you? Yeah, good call, man. I mean, Nurk was held back a, a little bit in the last one, um, minutes-wise. So that, that that is that is a risk. But yeah, we're, as usual, it's DFS. Monitor the news. Keep up to date on Twitter or Hootball or wherever you get your, your your DFS and and basketball news from. If we hear he's playing more minutes than he did in the last one, then Nurk's absolutely fine. Um, 
in that front court with Ennis Cantor in. Harry Giles basically got almost wiped out of the rotation, so I'm not looking really at either of those guys. Um, yeah, CJ and Dame, it's it's tough that, you know, they're basically finished up on Wednesday playing 30 minutes each. If we hear that that's going to be the case again, then, yep, I'm pretty happy with either of them. But like you said, I think CJ's probably the better call at the lower price. Uh, and you know my other guy, Gary Trent Jr., uh, I've been high on this guy all preseason. Uh, yeah, he's going to get a lot of backup minutes. Um, and should one of those guys go out, uh, CJ especially, uh, then Gary Trent Jr.'s got the starting position probably. So I really like him at 4,800. Uh, I'll probably play him in a few rosters. Uh, look, I, I don't think we're going to get huge minutes or or anything like that. But, um, yeah, there's it, it a sneaking suspicion that maybe they limit CJ or Dame or both, and then we get a lot of Gary Trent Jr. So I like that price at 4,800. Moving on to the Nugs, uh, Nikola Jokic. I think he's 8,800 on DK. Um, went crazy in 25 minutes in the last matchup on Wednesday. Uh, what do you expect here? Yeah, he's probably one of my favorite higher price center options. I know we touched on a little bit about Andre Drummond, 7,800. Um, he's a guy that could be a nice pivot off of Drummond at only $1,000 more. If he gets even 20, 25 minutes, he's a guy that can do so many different things in, in that offense. So I like him a lot. Uh, also on the Nuggets, another guy that I mentioned the term highway robbery, but Jamal Murray, fifty six hundred. Yeah. Um, did did they even look at his performance in the bubble <laughs> when they priced him in, in in DFS? Because that seems like an outrageous price tag for him, uh, especially a guy that's also coming in with a lot of confidence, expected to really take a step forward in his progression as an NBA star. So I like him a lot. If he gets to 20, 25 minutes, I expect him to smash in this matchup against Damian Lillard. Um, so those are my two favorite plays on the Nuggets side. What about you? Love that call, man. I actually had to refresh my browser to make sure I was looking at that price for Jamal Murray correctly. Uh, he He's just smashed territory right there. I mean, you know, it's the preseason. Who knows what happens with minutes here, but at that price I'm taking him. You will never see Jamal Murray, <coughs> excuse me, listed that cheaply again. Uh, PJ Dozier is an interesting one for me. Had a nice little outing against the Blazers on Wednesday, uh, and there seems to be a, lot, a bit more talk about PJ Dozier this year from the Nuggets camp this preseason. Um, yeah, Jamal Murray for sure. I'm not looking at MPJ or Michael Porter Jr. here for the most part. If I get burned by that, so be it. I just don't like the $6,500 tag. Uh, and with Murray listed at basically $900 cheaper, I don't know why you'd play Porter over Murray. Um, yes, Nikola Jokic uh, went crazy, as we said. He can go straight back to him again. No, no problems, um, especially given use of Nurkic was limited in the last one. If, if, if that's the case again here, then then the Joker can feast on the rest of the Blazers' centre. It's probably between him and Giannis for the best options, the higher price guys tonight for me. The guys right up the top of the board. Drummond is another one. Um, cool. That's the Nuggets. Uh, let's move on. Uh, we are getting close here, mate. Let's go with the Lakers and the Suns. Uh, questionable news for the Lakers. There is a little bit couple that popped up uh, overnight for me over here in, in South Australia. Uh, Alex Caruso is listed as qu questionable, as is Dennis Schroeder, as is Kentavious Caldwell Pope. So a little bit of movement in that backcourt there, potentially. And for Phoenix, questionable, Abdul Nader. And out, uh, Dario Saric is now listed as out. He was questionable when I last checked yesterday. So he is now listed as out. 
LA Lakers. Uh, look, I don't know about you, mate, but it, it's pretty much a hard pass from me on AD and, and LeBron um, at these at these high prices. I, I just can't tell what is going to happen with minutes. Um, AD played 18 in the last one. LBJ played 15. Like I'm not paying 9,000 plus for those guys if that's the case. Uh, do you have any news? Do you, can you can you enlighten me that these guys are going to play 25 and then I might be interested? Yeah, unfortunately, uh, I can't give you any, that, any type of enlightenment on, on their minutes because I don't expect them to, to play any minutes uh, in terms of anywhere near 20 minutes. Apologies. I expect them to be 15 minutes at best. So on the Lakers side, um, you'll notice my top picks are are the guys that you know most people probably haven't heard of too much, like Quinn Cook, forty three hundred. Yeah. Um, I like him a lot, especially if Alex Caruso doesn't play. I mean, there have there has to be a point guard that's going to play outside of LeBron James, and if Schroeder also sits, I mean, that could be a great smash opportunity. At that's such a, such a rock bottom price. I like him a lot at forty three hundred. Um, so he's probably one of my favorite plays in the Lakers. And then another guy I'm looking at, a guy that's Probably the preseason MVP, if that's even an award that they give out. Uh, a Taylor Horton Tucker, I've tweeted about him. He's one of my favorite players. Unfortunately for him, he's he's in a deep like on a deep Lakers roster, but I think he's going to work his way into some some minutes during the regular season. But for for tonight's matchup, forty five hundred is another absolute highway robbery. Uh, a guy that can put up. Um, score in so many different ways and has been getting heavy minutes even off the bench in his last game still i think he played nearly 25 minutes so i like him a lot at 4500 he's probably my favorite player on the lakers side and then kyle kuzma 5800 everyone's favorite laker to hate um he's he's a guy that that's been playing great uh in, in recent games preseason let's see if he can carry that over but at 5800 i like him too so those are my three favorite options in the lakers what about you yeah, I've got both of those guys here. Uh, Taylor Horton Tucker is probably going to be high owned. He's he's no longer a secret for fantasy, but man, is this kid good? He is just great. I, I hadn't had a chance to to watch him. I've been seeing these fantasy scores and finally got to sit down the other day and watch him play. And man, so impressive. He he looks like he's got a really good basketball head on his shoulders. He he looks like he knows exactly what he wants to do. He, it looks like the the floor is just slowing down around him, and he is basically a rookie. So just can't wait. To see what this guy might produce. It is a shame he's stuck behind, you know, a, a number of guys. But in all honesty, this preseason, if anyone has put their hand up and say, play me, give me rotational minutes and give me a role on a star-studded team, it is Taylor and Horton Tucker. As you said, 4,500, man, that's that's just too cheap. I mean, we, we pretty much know that, you know, LeBron and AD, even, though, even if they play, they're going to be way, way low in minutes. And, and there's just every op- opportunity for THT to just go nuts here again. So... Love it. Uh, Kyle Kuzma at 5,800. That may be just a little steep for me, but uh, I don't mind the play too much. Uh, the other guy that I have been looking at, oh, your Quinn Cook call was perfect. 4,300, that's a perfect little sneaky value play, and he may just get overlooked in in a, in a slate like this. There's so many guys, so many rookies, so many young players. Um, a guy like Quinn Cook on, on a team like the Lakers could easily be under-owned and, as you said, get to a really nice fantasy uh position for us Harold uh, where is he listed as over 6k that's that's too much for me for Montrez I don't mind Montrez I like him as a fantasy guy um, but 6400 uh, I will take Zion at $200 cheaper every day of the week thank you the Suns okay I'm only interested in two guys here man uh, let's see what you got 
Yeah, I'm I'm interested in, in mostly one to be honest with you, but I, I do I will look at a little bit Devin Booker 8600. Um, he's a guy that that can light it up in limited minutes, so he's a guy that I'm going to have a little bit of of look into and a little bit of shares. But for the most part, my money is going to be all invested in uh, the center option, DeAndre Ayton, who absolutely feasted on the Lakers. Uh, in their last game. So I fully expect him to do something similar in this type of matchup. Um, he's coming off a game where, where he put up a Mosner's 21 points, nine rebounds, four steals, and an assist. Um, and I expect him to do something very similar. Uh, and might, not, might even get to the double-double number as well. So I like him as one of my favorite center plays of the entire slate, especially in this type of matchup. Um, and that's about it. What about you? Yeah, it's Booker and Aiton for me. Absolutely, there's there's really not too much more to be said uh, about these dudes. They're just you know fantasy monsters. Um, I like the Aiton play more than I like Booker. Uh, as you said, he just demolished the Lakers uh, front court the other day so there's no reason why i can't do it again uh the lakers are basically just playing a bunch of kids out there so um and second stringers so look i like both of these guys um uh booker yeah look the the only thing with booker is that zach levine in the same position at a thousand dollars cheaper uh at the S- at the shooting guard spot that that's probably um a better option but you can't overlook devin booker he could go crazy in any game so you've got to have him in some of your lineups uh Aiton is too cheap to ignore at 6900 the other guy that i was having a little think about is javon carter so this is four thousand dollar basement you know roll the dice throw the dart last guy in kind of play uh he is worth a uh, worth a crack in some of your lineups though he, he's just a rock bottom priced punt play but he is getting minutes out there um yeah look honestly man that's about it for me for phoenix and i think we may have just wrapped up eight games is that correct you're absolutely right and in pretty good time i reckon i haven't looked at the clock but yeah man uh, i really appreciate all your work for this today uh it's a lot of games to get through we appreciate you guys out there listening to us as well uh we hope uh that you are enjoying our pod our new team up david and i and all the other pods during the week as well uh just want to say hit us up on twitter guys uh i don't know about the other guys, but I, I just do not get enough questions from fantasy people uh, asking me about DFS. We are here to provide for you. Hit me up on Twitter, and you can find me at twi- uh, at Terrain72 on Twitter. That's T-E-R-R-A-I-N-7-2. Uh, and, David, you are at dmenk33, D-M-E-N-K-3-3. Did I get that correct? That is correct. Cool, man, and I'm sure you, you wouldn't mind some fantasy questions from the from the listeners out there as well. Yes, I, I, I look forward to it every day. So do I, man. I, I'd really like to see you guys hit, hit us up, private message me if you'd like to, or just 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 tag me in a post and we'll, we'll get back to you and uh, help try to help you out with some DFS strategy. Cool. That's it for us here today at Hootball DFS today. Dave, uh, you want to say goodbye to the listeners? And, yeah, you can take us out, mate. Absolutely. It's been an absolute pleasure um, being on, on, this, on this pod with you and uh, look forward to uh, hearing from some of the fans and uh, hopefully everyone will win some, some, win some nice lineups and some nice uh, finishes uh, tonight. So looking forward to it. Good luck, everyone. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.